Welcome to Word of God Broadcast with Pastor Opie Swells from Multitudes Church in Laurenburg, North Carolina. Our prayer is that your heart would be like moistened soil, ready to receive the seed from God's Holy Word. Now, today's message.
He's not far away. He's just as close as the mention of his name. 
And we want to continue to worship you, Lord, because you're worthy. It's time we do that. All churches take up what we call offering or pass the plate, people put it, but that's not what it is. It's no different than what we've been doing for the past five, ten minutes or so. We are worshiping a God who is worthy of all the praise. Praise is not just in what we sing or what we say, but it's how we respond to his word. And we give to God. God doesn't need anything, but you know what? He, he treasures our obedience to the scriptures. And that's why we give. God always meets his needs. Doesn't matter how much this church has or what we're lacking. God has always, and I say has, he is always in miraculous, unannounced ways he's met our needs. Because he's a faithful God. So we give to God. Not so he will do something in a crisis time, but we give to God because he said to do it. And he's worthy. Whether it's a free will offering something you just want to give or or it's your first fruits you don't spend a dime on anything until you've taken what is first and you present that over to God so as you prepare to give regardless if you're here giving physically in the in the live service or you're giving uh, online whatever way you give uh, it doesn't matter how it arrives in the house it's just that it, it's filtered through my heart that's obeying scripture that is what God honors church and so that's what we want to do we want to honor God right now because he is he's worthy of our praise and so I want you again if you're in the building or if you're somewhere else where you can close your eyes and think about what God did for you how what the limit was he gave for you at Calvary through his own son It always helps me to bring in perspective of what I'm doing for God. I'll never get close to that, let alone match that. So I want to just give out of a heart of worship because he's a good God. And I want to be found faithful when I stand before him. I don't want him to tell me like he did the rich young ruler, man, you've done everything. But when it came to money, it had you. I don't want to be like that. It doesn't belong to me anyway, church. So let's treat it as worship and what God does next will just take you by surprise. Father God, we bless you this morning. God, we give you praise because we can. And we thank you because you're taking something you don't need from us and you're enjoying it, Lord. And you, you reward us for giving you back what's yours. And you bless us, Lord, for just giving to you freely. So, God, I just pray right now that you would receive this. God, you would have your way. Lord, you would just do what you want to do. I pray people would understand that it's not ours. It's not the church's. It doesn't even belong to Christianity, it's yours, Lord. It's your word. So God be glorified. And I just pray, Father, today that lives would be changed because of what we're doing, because this is how we store up treasures in heaven. And God, all that you do will give you praise and honor and glory because you're worthy, Lord. And we bless you so much. And the people of God said, Amen.
the whole house where they were sitting. As soon as I read that scripture, I said, now that's two times in a week. Lord, you've quickened my spirit on the word suddenly. You know, yesterday's events didn't happen gradually, church. 6.30 on a Saturday morning, suddenly, people's lives were permanently changed. It didn't come out last Monday on Saturday morning, get ready, we're going to send out an Amber Alert type text at 2.17 on Wednesday. It's going to be a dry run, and then on Saturday morning at 6.35, get ready because... Your life is either going to be ravaged or taken away. It didn't happen gradually, you see. It happened suddenly. And many people, after ongoing conviction, and it might be somebody here, gradually or so it seemed you were born again. God was dealing with you. God was tugging on your heart. God was speaking to you. Somebody was giving you a track. And gradually, you found yourself not being able to resist any longer, and you gave your heart to the Lord. And then some people will gradually, after seeing uh, what they have sown, they all of a sudden are reaping. Gradually, they'll come to their senses, and they'll, change their behavior or maybe try to right a wrong. And then oftentimes, I know everybody can relate to this, we will gradually get to a, a project at home that we've put off or calling somebody or doing something good. So you see, uh, and then the task is completed. So, but, so gradually... It's not always a bad thing. And that's okay if, if you gradually get to a task. It's not really okay in light of how the morning's already gone that you gradually give your heart to the Lord. Today, again, is the day of salvation. And our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. So I wouldn't gradually ponder getting saved or being born again, or giving my life to the Lord. And it won't always work. Gradually won't always be available, you see. In fact, maybe if I give you a picture, this would help out. Not on the screen, but I just want you to think about this. Right up the road here, a half a mile is an overpass. So you are approaching... The overpass, and down here at the store, you're coming toward the church, and it's night, and you get close to getting on the bridge itself where it passes over the, the highway underneath, 74. And so what happens is you get a text, you get a ding, you get a snap, get a tweet or an X, you get something and or you think of something and you grab your phone and you look or you reply. 
as you were approaching the overpass. But earlier that day, because it's a Saturday morning, there was a major wreck. You didn't know about it. And the guardrail got completely wiped out. That's happened before, by the way. And if you grab your phone and that has happened and it's night and you're used to seeing that reflective tape on that guardrail and you look down and you all of a sudden veer to the right gradually won't work if you try to correct your steering then. Amen? Because not gradually, but suddenly you will find yourself plunged either to a death or probably a mangled life. So see, gradually is okay in some, some instances. And God is patient with gradually minded people. You're here and you gradually are going to do right. You're going to get involved in church. You're going to get saved. You're going to start paying your tithes. You're going to start reading and praying. Gradually, maybe one day when things start getting a little tense and tight, God is patient with, with you because he's a long-suffering, merciful God. So God is patient with gradually-minded people. But he loves to do things suddenly. And since I believe that Acts chapter 2 is what the modern church should look like right now. I'm going, for the most part, stay right here. As I just shared just a couple of scriptures with you. Acts chapter 22, for instance, verse 6 says, And it came to pass that as I made my journey and was come nigh, this is Paul, he was Saul, remember, come nigh unto Damascus about noon suddenly, There shone from heaven a great light about me. Paul, Saul, wasn't taking those letters that gave him permission to brutally assassinate or incarcerate believers of the early church. It, it, it wasn't, man, it's starting to get bright the closer we walk. It didn't happen that way. See, God says, enough's enough. You kicked against the goads, the pricks. Today is your day, Saul. Suddenly God shone a light, hit him in the head with a light. Then over in the 16th chapter of Acts, verse 26, the Bible says, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, see, immediately and suddenly are both kind of Siamese twins, if you will. Immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. All that happened as a result of unified prayer. People seeking God. Right? Now, Jesus said in Mark 13, verse 36, he said, lest coming suddenly, talking about the master, but this was giving you a, this was a picture of the return of Christ. Lest coming suddenly, 
gradually, church, but suddenly he finds you sleeping. And we serve a suddenly kind of God, so we don't need to keep on gradually on occasion seeking him, church, or when it's bad or we're sick or our family is splintered or busted or we have a need or there's a crisis in the country or a crisis in the earth. Since we need God so many times to not respond to us gradually, church, but we need a sudden answer. We need a God that will suddenly intervene into our problem. We need to start seeking him suddenly, immediately, consistently, while he may be found. In fact, when the Lord came, it was suddenly, Luke 2. You know where all the Christmas stories come from. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God. It happened suddenly. See, God is saying, listen, I'm coming, and it's not going to be a quiet thing. Acts 2, that I've already read, the day of Pentecost, suddenly there came from heaven sound of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Church, when he comes, again, it's not going to be gradually. It's not going to be, well, when I get time for it, it's not going to be he's waiting for me to because he really loves me, and he, the Lord would never do me like that. God loves you, and he's putting it in my heart and in my spirit to tell you right now. That's how much God loves you. God would never do that to, to do that to me. The Bible says, again, he's a merciful, he's a long-suffering God. It's of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Lamentations 3, you may have read it in the past week. Morning by morning, new mercies I see, and you do too. Whether you love him passionately or you're gradually thinking about it. I really feel like a part of me is preaching the last sermon of my life. I really feel like that somebody might be listening the Lord calling you for the last time of your life. And I want you to understand this. You can get around to fixing the house in the fall gradually if you want to, but this ain't a gradual occasion right here. This is not a gradual project. Some of you need God to suddenly save somebody in your life. Some of you need for God to suddenly do something at work tomorrow. Some of you need God to suddenly do something a lawyer's not planning on taking place on Tuesday in your life. Some of you need for before you go for that biopsy or that scheduled 
uh, consultation, you need for God to suddenly with his finger touch your body. You don't want him to do it gradually, but you need it suddenly. And I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid somebody in this church, somebody online, there's somebody that you love and you're close to and you're dear to, child, grandchild, parent, spouse, in-law, co-worker, neighbor, friend, relative. There's somebody that you know they're not born again. And suddenly you're going to wake up. It might not be at 6.30 like those people did yesterday, but you're going to wake up one day in glory, and they're going to wake up one day and you're not beside them in bed or their feet are no longer running through the house because they've gone and made it and you haven't. Or you go to work the next day and you look for that person, but they're not there. And there's more chaos than there was on the news yesterday about Israel. And it happened suddenly. It wasn't gradually the Lord took Christians out of this part of the earth or Christians out of that part of the earth or some from here and then he waited a few hours or day. but suddenly everybody's gone and it wasn't gradual at all it was sudden and the Lord says that we've got to know you see there was five foolish virgins the Bible says in Matthew 25 which is another picture, a picture. Five foolish virgins. There were ten altogether. But half of them, 50% of them, treated their relationship with the master as a gradual thing. Five of them understood that suddenly he could show up and the wedding could be right then. So five of them made sure that their lamps were not only trim, but they were full of oil burning all the time. And all of you probably know this, or bits and pieces of it, but there was a night, midnight, there was a time, there was a, a designated time when suddenly he showed up. The bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Five of them that were gradual in their walk, in their relationship, said, hey, we need some oil. We need to do because he's, he's here. We don't have enough. Go get. See, suddenly it became, it became an urgent matter. Suddenly it was okay to change tunes and no longer spend so much time on all these social media sites. Suddenly, I didn't pump myself full of secular television. All of it, because now, well, I think I've seen the handwriting on the wall. Suddenly, I need to make some changes. I'm through preaching, believe it or not. But God wants every person that's listening to what I'm saying right now to know. You don't have permission to live a sudden, a gradual life anymore. 
You can't make gradual choices anymore. The stakes are too high. Hell is too hot. The rapture's too near. God is too good. Loving you right now. Today could be the appointed day that God's waited to suddenly bless you, to suddenly restore a relationship, to suddenly say, okay, you've been living with that disease for 18 years, but suddenly I'm going to heal you. You don't have gradual time on your side anymore. I want you to stand. Please stand. Hallelujah. God's speaking, church. I can't pull you to this altar. I can't put conviction in your heart. I can't put discipline in your schedule. I can't make your eyes open up to the things that's really going on. But I can be obedient at the stake of you not liking me or people finding another church to go to or talking about me or posting about me. And all of that is fine. But I'm going to be faithful to my Redeemer. Suddenly he could call me home. And when I stand before him, I want him to say, well done. Well done. Well done. You're not responsible for what they do. You're responsible for what you do. And I'm not labeling anybody in here, but I'm telling you, you tell on yourself. So many times, your church habits... You tell on yourself, as I've already said, your uh, TV channels, your posts, your decisions. You tell yourself. People used to say a long time ago before all this social media and everything, don't judge me. There ain't no judging need to happen now. People's not ashamed. They'll tell you how like the world they are. People are no longer ashamed, church. If people, I said it last week and I'm going to say it again. Hey. If we didn't tell people we go to church, in many cases, people would not know we claim to be believers. Our habits, our choices, our our lifestyle, nothing about it looks any different. Before we end our broadcast today, I just want to ask you a simple question. Do you know Jesus Christ? Not do you go to church, not... Do you have a cross in your home? But do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Meaning that you realize you were born into a world of sin and you are a sinner. And you violated the law of God and you stored up wrath. And for that, you feel bad and so bad that you've asked Him to forgive you. And you've changed your way of living to reflect following Christ. If you haven't done that, that's exactly what this entire broadcast is about. It's not about a bunch of people or a bunch of money or attending our church, but it's asking you this question, are you ready to meet the Lord face to face and give an account for your life? If you have not done that or you're not sure, we need to pray right now. And the prayer doesn't have to be a lengthy prayer or an intelligent prayer, but it has to be a prayer of faith from your heart. And you have to pray. You can pray in your own words, but you must realize during the course of your prayer that without the forgiveness of God Almighty, that there is no way you'll have peace with God now or for all eternity. 
So I want to pray for you. God, I pray for every person listening right now. Lord, that they would understand that it's not your will for any to perish, but for all to have everlasting life. And I'm asking you, oh God, to help my friends right now that may be praying to know that you are waiting. You stand at the door. You said in Revelation 3, you stand at the door and knock. You're waiting on us, Lord. And help them to know, Lord, when they call on you, that they can be saved and they will be saved when they pray from their heart and they make up their mind that they're going to follow you. Friend, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it from your heart, you are now a child of the Most High God. Not only do you have an advocate, not only do you have a friend right now that sticks closer than a brother, but you've got the hope of heaven one day. And for that, I am so glad. If you prayed that prayer today, why don't you just take just a moment, if you don't mind, and uh, reach out to us at multitudeschurch.com forward slash uh, saved, S-A-V-E-D. Or you can send us the, a text that just says saved to 910-400-1199. That's the word saved to 910-400-1199. Listen, we'd like to help you out on your journey. And there's no strings attached. We just want you to know we're trying to finish our course and fulfill the Great Commission, and you're part of that. So let us pray for you. And if you have any kind of prayer request, why don't you uh, share that with us? Uh, we will not reach back out to you and ask you for anything, uh, but you're welcome to email us and let us know what your prayer need is right now. And that's just a simple email uh, to prayer at multitudeschurch.com. Thank you again for being a part of our broadcast, and we look forward to seeing you in heaven one day for all eternity. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church or to watch entire services, please visit us online at multitudeschurch.com. You can also find us on most social media platforms.